0: Thank you. Welcome to Knives Out Minute. I'm your host for this week, Ryan Murphy, and joining me is my guest for this week, Curtis Blaze. Hi, Curtis.
1: Hi, Ryan. Thanks for having me on again.
0: (laughs) Today we're talking about minute number 115, uh, and that covers from one hour, 54 minutes, and zero seconds to one hour, 54 minutes, and 59 seconds. So we're just... We're we're running out of movie. (laughs) So uh, our our minute starts today with... uh, marta recalling that uh that's what fran was talking about uh in response to uh deadly by surprise the danica mckellar movie that we (laughs) we saw uh heard about in the last minute and it ends with uh benoit blanc uh discussing ransom's plan uh and saying you know you headed to the will reading uh to see everyone tear each other apart so yeah, general thoughts. What do you think about what's going on in this minute?
1: Well, wow, that's pretty broad. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, again, I have I have questions. How did LeBlanc put this together? If he didn't know that uh, uh, the medical examiner was, or the person at the medical examine officers was Fran's cousin, so... Mm-hmm. So I kind of, you know, and watching him figure that out on the screen was fine. That works. Yeah. But, but how
0: did he make
1: the connection? How did he make the connection?
0: Because I, I kind of that... like that he's just charging through and is yeah. like, this is what happened. I don't know this part of it, but I'm just going to charge on and, <laughs> and it happens to, to fall out. Marta says, oh, she had a cousin. So, yeah.
1: <laughs> it sure is a lot of fun to watch him do it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so so yeah, we're we're just uh continuing on with uh Blanc's sort of puzzling out everything that happened here. Uh in you know, a uh continuing to to describe everything that's that's gone on through the story, which I guess like realistically hmm. I he could be I, I guess we could just say he's Probably mostly right. And being mostly right is gonna be enough to, you know, freak ransom out enough to <laughs> to do the rest of what he does. But uh Well but yeah. You uh, know, the
1: fun part, it's gonna come up in another minute, but the fun part is the fact that he doesn't have quite everything is what makes this such a nail biter of an ending.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And it's definitely like a you know, you're you're not only engaged with the whole like, oh you know, is what he's saying, does that comport with what I've got? Or, you know, right. if I've been trying to figure this out, which I couldn't do for this movie, <laughs> you know, <laughs> does that fit? But, like, also, oh, he's also just kind of like... So, yeah, uh, we we learn a little bit more about uh, what is going on with uh, the Blood Talks report. Fran requested it from a cousin. As we talked about in our last episode, kind of... There are some things about whether you can just do that. Uh, that legal considerations. I'm not sure the cousin would have jumped think, on that. But I
1: think that's why. I, I think that's why they have the cousin do it because if you have a cousin, then you don't have to worry about uh, going through the proper channels.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then we we also get to uh, you know uh, Blanc's realization that or, or his explanation that. Um she did get the blood tox report but of course she can't know what the numbers mean she can't know what it says because he hasn't been poisoned he he did not die of a morphine overdose so she's got to just like you know she she tries to uh go after ransom with this but but I, I thought that that was something that, when I was first watching this movie, hadn't occurred to me that like, oh right, we we not only need to have her have the report, but it has to be immaterial that the report says he wasn't poisoned.
1: Right, and that's a difficult one to uh, to write your way around. That one was yeah. Do you know Do you know what the writing process was that, for this at all? Were they just was Ryan just sitting around with someone? throwing ideas off and, and trying to make it all work out or even just by himself I guess I don't know I, the writing situation for this movie is it just by Ryan first of all
0: I, I believe so but I, I yeah I certainly don't uh, know what's going on with uh, with how we're, I, I mean I <laughs> I'm not a writer so I don't know how it's going with anyone's writing process it's all just kind of like a, a mystery to me so, yeah, I, I don't know how he would approach this whole, you know, wrapping everything up. You know, what happens if you you, you get to the end and you think of something that, uh, I mean, obviously you write another draft and that, that's how it works. But but yeah, I, I think, you know, it's an interesting way to work out of that uh, loophole that you need to have, you'll want to have a blood talks report that shows Mark is innocent, but... You also need to have ransom. Mit understand it, but Fran not. Uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. We're in a interesting place with with this week's minute. So uh, we we move on a little bit. Uh, we you know get the explanation that uh, after you know Fran knows that ransom is up to something. So. Uh, I think a, a, I don't know if fun is the right word, but I think an interesting part of this is also that uh, part of the motivation that uh, Blanc is assigning to Fran is that she hates Ransom.
1: Well, everybody hates Ransom.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I I think it's just a, a nice consistent like, okay, the pieces of information I have are there was a blood talks report from somewhere and I know everyone hates Ransom. So, so yeah, uh, if there's a chance of getting him in trouble, uh, Fran's gonna, gonna jump at it. So
1: here's a question. Do, mm-hmm. do the cops in the room, does the trooper, does the
0: sergeant, what's his, uh, what are
1: their names? Remind me.
0: Uh, Trooper Wagner and, uh, Elliot. Is do, the, uh, I believe Lieutenant Elliot is. Do Wagner name. and Elliot
1: know how to read the blood tox report? Well, let me, let me just go even deeper. You're a chemist, or you've worked yeah. in a laboratory. Yeah. How easy are these
0: things to read? See, I would imagine... I mean, if if it were something I was, you know, running in my lab that's not really going out to anyone, or, or that, you know, it's, like, my job to figure out what it means, then probably not. But I would imagine this has got to have, like, a... I would think there'd be a spot on the whatever form they're using for, like, what a normal... Level of morphine in the blood would be.
1: Yeah. Except it would be hard because a normal amount might be 0.003, and this has 0.005. And why would you think that's abnormal? But that could be. But that's double.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It could. Like you're you're at the point where uh, yeah I guess you're, you're if you don't know like what the error bars are. Right. Yeah, you could definitely be in a situation where it's like, oh, this is the difference. I, I mean, to be honest, I would not if I got someone's toxicology report and was told that they died, I would have no, like, probably have no idea. You know, except like, that this, this is
1: such a common trope in mm-hmm. every detective story, in every cop show. There's always yeah. the you know the blood tox report. What? There's always the blood tox report showing. The level of poison in the blood of the thing or whatever, yeah, yeah, and uh if you looked at this thing, it would have the it would have the chemical name for the compounds in the blood, yeah, and then it might also say the commercial name, and so you might mm-hmm. be able to recognize it, but it would be meaningless to you. The numbers would, so do the cops know i I see that's, that's the weird that... thing about the timing about of, of this movie. It's like the cops get it they get access to it and then i also assume that they would have someone who knows what's going on explain it to them so that they understand what the tox report means
0: oh yeah yeah and then you probably definitely... after 20
1: years on the force you also just start to recognize a certain amount right. of how this works
0: yeah but i gotta imagine there's there's some sort of like reporting format that you'd use to be like here's here's what this is and here's what this means Uh, But, yeah, I don't know... But the
1: in-house version would be different than what goes out to the cops. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
0: Okay. So it's plausible that no
1: one knows what it means.
0: I mean, I guess it's if you're... But at this point, uh, we're being told
1: that... We're being told what the blood tox report means. So the cops and uh, LeBlanc do know what it means.
0: Right. Right. Yeah, and they, I guess... So Ransom also is going to know what it means because he realizes that the uh, that he wasn't poisoned but I'm not sure go ahead
1: well you know that's that's the thing that's the problem with this minute ending so so awkwardly Uh, he goes to the it ends with him going to the uh, to the will full of himself Mm -hmm. uh, happy because he knows that it's going to show that Marta is a something, something. But
0: well, I mean, I guess, I guess we can assume Ransom knows that. Yeah, because he's just it, under
1: the he's under the impression for most of the movie that the blood tox proves her guilt, right? And his mess up well, is I, that he then killed Fran with a copy of this thing,
0: right? I don't know if we can. Well, we so she's got the extra stashed in the like little clock drawer where she keeps the weed. Uh the I guess we don't need to have Ransom necessarily know ahead of time what the report is going to be because he like presumably he would realize that, okay, well I attempted to poison him and instead he's wound up with a slashed throat. Clearly the poisoning something went wrong <laughs> with Ransom's plan. So I don't know. Um Yeah, I guess uh what's your what's your uh take on just watching watching this minute over? I I as with the last minute, am just sort of looking at like what ransom is doing and how he's like his body movement, he seems well I we're just continuing to get more and more ransom is freaking out a little bit.
1: Well, Ransom
0: Ransom is playing it cool at this point. And yeah.
1: I have to apologize because I didn't hear the name you said. It dropped out, when, uh, you know, our uh, broadcast did. But Ransom is... He's sitting here... I don't know if he's acting confident, but he seems to look confident. He kind of does this look down and laugh thing like he's...
0: I think that I think that works pretty well with just like what... If we know nothing else about ransom, like he's a, I don't know. I I have to assume that like just growing up with the or uh, whatever period of his life uh, that his family was apparently incredibly wealthy. I I have to assume yeah he's he's just thinking like even you know even if Blanc is able to put together a plausible story, he doesn't have the uh, you know. The smoking gun as it were and he's probably just going to be fine i i have to think that he goes through most things thinking he's going to be totally fine
1: we, we have a flashback of ransom receiving the note with the modern with the modern windows and everything that he uh received this at his apartment or house where he where he lives
0: i was going to bring that up if, if <laughs> uh if you hadn't gotten to it yeah i i'm not sure what to make of like th- this shot where we're just like we pan along all these like empty growlers. I, I don't know what uh to...
1: Is that what they're called, as growlers, those kind of things? Is that because you can blow so. on them and make that noise?
0: I don't know. I mean, I guess we uh I mean kinda of one of the things one of the clues
1: we've got here is that um as Ransom is looking at the note, his sweater mm-hmm. has holes in it. Right. And you would think if you're you know, and it's all and it's all tattered at the bottom and it's holy. This is like poor people wear, or at least it's movie for, it's movie code for being poor. Would he be out of money? I mean, wouldn't dad take care of him when he needs it? What does Ransom do for a living?
0: Have we covered that, I that we, in this movie? I, I don't know that we have, like, a job. I, I I don't know that we ever get an understanding of what he does. Is he just a neer well for most of the people we, are, most of the folks in the family, we do get like a, we know that Waltz runs the publishing company. We know, you know,
1: yeah, more Watch or less what the their... vagina scented yeah. candles, <laughs> all the stuff that the people do.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I wonder, uh, I guess, what's... Is there anything that we can tease out from, you know, remembering back to, uh, and this was not uh, <laughs> this minute, obviously, but... Uh, when he's told that he's not going to be getting any money. Uh, Obviously, he, you know, uh, I forget what the the line that he screams is uh, or says loudly enough that uh, the Nazi child in the bathroom uh, overhears it. But, (laughs) yeah, I I guess we don't know. I, I took it for granted, I guess, that he's doing at least well enough that if he, yeah, that, you know, if he's... I guess I was taking it from the position that we see him in earlier where he's at the will reading and at that point we're assuming, okay, well, he knows that everyone's going to be disinherited and he's fine with that. But uh, yeah, it it could be that he's, you know, this is a very substantial, I mean, obviously it's substantial. He's, you know, a guy who's murdering a family member in a movie.
1: By the time we get to the funeral, does he already know he's going to take her out for soup and then make her try to lie? I think. I think he's got that much we... of a plan because he's going to rescue yeah, I think her. Yeah, we have to Although, assume that
0: he's kind of playing it by ear. Yeah, because if 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 he still thinks that she's going to be, you know, if she's if he still thinks that she's going to go down for Harlan's death, he wouldn't bother with the, you know, trying to get close to her and then saying, okay, well, I'll not tell anyone if you give me half of the money. Right. Because C- he would just say, okay, well, she's going to go down for that. And then the inheritance presumably re- re- reverts back to the family. I'm well, actually not sure how that works. I <laughs> No. Well, and here we are.
1: His face is half in light and half in dark. He's wearing the same sweater that he was wearing, well, basically throughout the show.
0: I, I, I agree. Because I think that, I mean, you kind of have to... Have him lose his well, you know he he's gonna have to revert to Plan C here in a minute. Uh, <laughs> plan C, <laughs> yeah, just you know, it's gonna have okay, to get the well, knives out. Yeah, you still can't, uh, you know, get me in trouble for this. So,
1: yeah, well, I don't know. And what I, I like is he's got this look. One second after, I mean, it's it's divided by him reading it, but LeBlanc's look on his face. When he says elation,
0: yeah, I, I, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. He, he's you know Blanc is he's getting that sort of feeling that you get when you get to the end of I, you know, you get to the end of a Agatha Christie novel, and Poirot is is tying everything up. He you know you got that sense of you know not only has he figured it out, but he's also like guessed correctly enough along the way that like even the fact that he doesn't know all of the details. He's just being given details like, oh, no, it was the cousin kind of for free. Like, here's here's that answer. Don't worry about it. Keep going. Because <laughs> we end sort of, you know, accepting the uh, uh, if, if we don't count the flashback, I don't know, I, I think it's interesting that we're, you know, as we're going along, uh, Lieutenant Elliot gets up, takes the blood talks report and moves out of out of frame. And so. We're, we've pared down to just Blanc, Marta, Ransom.
1: A lot, of, a lot of what we're seeing is from Ransom's point of view. It's, mm-hmm. you know, from waist height. Uh, we're seeing what Ransom sees for this, for this entire right. shot, the parts that aren't the um, flashbacks. And, uh, you know, what R- Ryan is saying with his choices there is that LeBlanc has the upper edge. He is looking down he- at us, us being, us being Harlan. So I don't know. I think I think that's the whole point of the, of how the camera works in this minute is that yeah. we've just got everybody now being greater than life. The camera has moved down. We're looking up at we're looking up at uh, LeBlanc as he explains these things. And
0: I was just gonna yeah, like look, looking over it. You can kind of feel it early on in the minute. The the camera, at least in how it's shooting, uh, uh, Blanc is just slightly higher and then as we're moving on we're getting just a little bit like he's he's slouching down in his chair he's less confident
1: well and it's got to be weighing on him because both of the other officers are are flanking him to his back yeah he's not going to be able to suddenly get up without them being able to just put a hand out to stop him very strategic moves on on their parts and then we've got um we've got marta sitting at the center of the knives do you think that Mm -hmm. means anything
0: I mean, I I feel like you know. I mean, it usually well, does. Like, but <laughs> anytime you've got a big wheel of knives, I, I feel like it's <laughs> got to mean a lot of stuff over the course of the movie. And
1: you know, when we see his point of view, I'm just trying to. I'm sorry for the silence. I'm trying to see. We've got a we've got another uh, ransom point of view looking at Marta. Mm-hmm. She's slightly elevated from him, and yeah, you know, very prominent splotch of red.
0: I don't know. I mean, as you say that, you know, that even extends to, uh, I guess, Ransom's apartment. uh, Yeah. Also has red walls.
1: Red every... You know, the restaurant... Isn't the restaurant really red, too? We've just got red everywhere in this
0: movie. (laughs) Yeah, so I I think that's uh, a good place to... I mean, I I feel, (laughs) you know, our our weekly question uh, for Friday has been, you can talk about spoilers. We're kind of running out of spoiler room. (laughs) <laughs> There's not a lot left to spoil, but, but yeah, let's go ahead and I mean, uh, move on to what happens. I, I your feelings about the rest of what happens.
1: Ryan Johnson just has out of because I did some reading about it while you were talking. Uh, Ryan mm-hmm. Johnson has just created these characters out of just his imagination. He didn't mm-hmm. he didn't get them from another book. We aren't. It isn't like a comic that he's adapting, and. Yeah. He is now going to, apparently, according to the rumors, well, I don't even think it's rumors. It's announced, right? That they're going to be yeah. making more Knives Out for Netflix.
0: I thought that
1: was the case. And didn't uh, I just see an actor announcement on that?
0: There have been uh, a lot of uh, people joining the sequel. Uh, we've got Kate Hudson has just uh, just joined. Uh, we've got Daniel Craig. We've got, there's, there's a lot of folks who well, are. Well,
1: Daniel Craig is the key, the key piece there
0: and i think we're you know we're at the point now where i i just <laughs> there like i i remember when this was coming out and being you know intrigued by the ensemble cast right and i'm sure you know this is going to this episode will come out and there will have been more people announced for this but right now we we've got in addition to daniel craig kate hudson We've got Katherine Hahn, Dave Bautista, Janelle wow. Monae, Leslie Odom Jr., and Edward Norton. Wow. Which, like, I... Okay, That's right. just as exciting uh, as this <laughs> class, as
1: this cast was. Yeah. Well, okay, I, so, I, so I think we're coming up with a formula here, because I didn't, you know, all these invisible things that, making, that make good movies, you know, as you talk about this, that was one of the exciting things about this movie was, you know, seeing Jamie Lee Curtis and Captain America and just yeah. all these, you know all these really great actors coming together to do this, that was one of the exciting things about this movie. I mean, I gotta say, yeah. this movie came out at the perfect time for me because, man, am I experiencing superhero movie burnout.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: And to just have something you just sink your teeth into. i You know, is society ready for real movies about people without special <laughs> effects and battles? Are we just completely over that and now we're gonna
0: get a bunch of good movies like this <laughs> it was uh incidentally nominated for best original screenplay awesome uh let's see what uh if i can pull up very Give quickly me. what oh it lost to parasite yeah that makes sense oh yeah yeah it does <laughs> fair enough so yeah i i guess uh do you well, have so, any uh, well i yeah. so I'm,
1: I'm curious what what was your favorite part of the movie i mean you know, as we're, as we're, you're probably going to talk about this one or two more times. I forget how many minutes are left, but what was your favorite, favorite part of the movie? Where was the part of the movie where you're just like, I have to go to the bathroom. I want some popcorn, but I don't care. I'm not leaving.
0: I think it's got like, so I, I'm tempted to say, I mean, obviously the climax of the movie. I think probably it's uh, when we find out that, uh, I think it's probably the will reading. It's probably Marta finding out that, oh no. Uh, Harlan has left everything to me. Uh, which, like, I, I <laughs> in, in discussing that minute, uh, it is kind of wild to, to imagine, you know, Marta not only, you know, under, realizing that okay, Harlan has left everything to her, but also, wait a second, Harlan came up with this plan in, admittedly, the last few minutes that he thought he had. And didn't mention to her, oh, hey, also, just so you know, did leave you everything. Uh, good luck. <laughs> <laughs> like, the, oh, by the way, you have motive for having killed me. Bye. It, it, it's just like I, that was the point at which I was like, as we're going through the movie, kind of thinking, OK, I understand where this is going. And then giving her a, a motive. I think that's probably my favorite part of the movie. What's what's yours?
1: Well, my favorite part is when they are, uh, in his little study together and you, and just the way that, the way that he is, he's been, or at least he thinks he's been poisoned, but he's not letting that deter him from having fun on planning this little way that she's going to get out of it. Just like he was plotting out, uh, how, how one of his books was going to work. I think that was my yeah. favorite part of the movie that was uh you can see where he must have been such a likable guy and and that scene right there just says everything about he and Marta's relationship to me, yeah, and you can imagine the whole world going back how that how that must have worked
0: i mean it, it is really like a you do get the sense i mean he he's only got a few minutes to come up with the uh false alibi but I, yeah, it does seem to me like in that scene that he's kind of like, well, if he's going to go, he's going to go doing what he loves, which is, there's a lot of, I guess I, what I like is when, I don't know, I, I like Marta being genuine, like her character is so, uh you know, it, it, obviously like, you know, she's a great nurse, she's a great person, she's everything, but I don't know I I guess I don't know how When I was sitting in the movie theater I I don't recall Like as she's going through And like actively like I understand when she's like (laughs) Destroying evidence and things I understand But it's also like I don't know I I guess I just feel So uncomfortable for her That it's kind of like Oh I I want better I, I want things to go better here um yeah, she's believably incompetent at all that. <laughs> well, yeah, so so every time the family talks to her, they say a different country yeah. because they don't know and they're or just they, they it, it doesn't occur to them to care. Uh <laughs> it's well, I mean it's they they are also saying it in the context of everyone claiming to be the one that uh said she couldn't come to the funeral. But yeah, yeah I I I don't know. Um but I think you know just to to wrap
1: up my thoughts about about this mm-hmm. and, and your original question, <sighs> everything about this movie for me is the bookends. It's it's yeah. the coffee cup saying "My house, my my rules." Yeah, and the fact that Marta is on the balcony above everybody sipping coffee out of that mug, mm-hmm. and everybody's just staring at each other at the end while that Stone yeah. song plays. The name of that Stone song is Yes, Virginia? Or just... Mm. Sweet Virginia. Sweet Virginia. Yes. And it's such an... It's such an unexpected ending. Because... Yeah. You know, what Ryan did there was... Oh God, I don't want to steal the thunder of someone else. So I'll just say this briefly as, as the answer to your question. What Ryan did there was he... Um, he took us from something that felt like an old Agatha Christie movie... Back into the mm-hmm. present with that scene. Everybody's standing around their Beamers and Jaguars and whatever cars they have. Yeah. And, and, and we've got this modern rock music now playing. Well, I say modern, right. you know, 50 years ago. but Sure.
0: But not Agatha Christie. But not Agatha Christie. Not, 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 Agatha not Christ. from the 30s. Yeah.
1: Right. There's so many ways you could have played that. So the bottom line is this is just now my new favorite franchise
0: yeah yeah <laughs> yeah uh all right uh do you have any other uh thoughts on Nimes out you'd like to get out there
1: uh, no, Ryan, it's been great being on this week uh I love this movie I was so thrilled to when I got the call to have the opportunity to talk about it thank you,
0: yeah well, thank you for for being on uh and do you have anything you'd like to uh to plug
1: uh you know I don't know yes, everybody should in twenty twenty two or now if you're listening to this later than that (laughs) go listen to the time bandits minute because duncan and i worked very hard on it and we're very proud of it and the guests that came on were wonderful and it was a fun time
0: all right uh well yeah absolutely uh go check that out uh and if you're listening to this uh please go ahead and follow uh knives out minute on twitter uh check out the knives out minute facebook page Rate and review the podcast. Uh, uh, you can follow me at MurphSpot on Twitter. Uh, and yeah, uh, I guess we'll we'll be back next week with more Knives up.